five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Say la vie. That's just the way it goes. Life's just that way sometimes. Uh, the modern version of K Sarah Sarah. If you're keeping score at home, the uh, famous Robbie Neville. The one hit wonder, Robbie Neville. You know, there's no meaning for me today with that song. I like that song. It's really. It's pretty 80s, right? I think it's like late 80s, early 90s. I think that's when it came out. Uh, it's, a, it's a catchy tune. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar and a song is just a song. Although I will say that I've been indulging in listening to Yacht Rock lately. Now, Yacht Rock, which I talked about, I think the other day, is kind of a rebrand of what they used to call soft rock, which I fucking hated as a kid. Anytime one of those soft rock artists or bands would come on the radio, change a dial. It's still kind of like that. Although there are some Yacht Rock artists and bands that are actually quite good. Steely Dan, of course, being one of them. They've been sort of moved over into Yacht Rock, but Steely Dan has nothing to do with English Dan and John Ford Coley, who are also considered Yacht Rock. But I think Robbie Neville might fit into that Yacht Rock niche. or It's very close, although maybe, maybe a little too... Little too um, program BD for that. Little River Band, Yacht Rock. Ooh. I think it might be some kind of torture. But there are some good songs. There are some decent Yacht Rock songs. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm going on and on about a very non tangential or very tangential topic welcome to the show this is a uh, 15 minutes of flame i'm robert phoenix how is everybody we're coming off of the fourth of july where oh guess what we had an event this is the third one this is the third started with buffalo then we went to uvalde and now highland park we're going to talk about highland park we're going to talk about bobby Crimo and um, 
some very odd parallels here. And I was just on Twitter. Apparently, the AK-47 is trending on Twitter. Gee, I wonder why. Is that the gun that they're going after next? Is the AK-47. The whole thing with this Highland Park deal, it just stinks to high heaven. If you go back and watch the Sunday night show, I was talking about this uh, Mercury Neptune Square. And I'm like, don't believe, don't believe what you hear, right? Don't believe it. You're going to hear things. They're not true. And then a day later, boom, we have, uh, we have the event. So I'm going to get into that event today, try to pull it apart. It's bizarre. It's totally, it's totally bizarre. And there are some strange connections that we'll get into, obviously. But I want to use it as a kind of a, a launching point for the rest of the week. So we have today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I'm going to uh, get into kind of where we are right now with everything that's going on. And why this event on the 4th of July fits into the big picture. And not just some random, hey, we want to go after your, your guns event. There, there is that, but there's more to it than that. So I'm going to try to do my best to pull it all together. And uh, hopefully by the time Friday rolls around, we'll be able to connect some bigger dots, which look, you guys have been watching this stream for a couple of years now. So you're already really good at putting, connecting the dots and putting things together, looking at, you know, what this hand is doing, but not looking at what this hand is doing. And that's what we try to do. We try to look at what the other hand is doing because we're seeing the hand right in our face. It reaches out and grabs us and grabs our attention through public events like the one that theoretically we just witnessed, theoretically. Um, but there's something else going on with the other hand, and sometimes both hands work in unison with one another. Anyway, welcome to the show. If you're listening to the podcast, welcome to that as well. I hope you had a good time this past weekend. We had a nice little get-together here in the Hill Country, about uh, 20 Chatarians came over. It's a good number of people, and uh, we had really good food. I knocked it out of the park with the brisket. So we had brisket, we had barbecue chicken, we had uh, sausages, we had all kinds of stuff. We had potato salad, we had green salad, we had coleslaw. It was great. Chips, salsa, all, all kinds of all kinds of goodness. And the best part was, of course, the people and. Uh, met some new folks and reconnected with some familiar faces and older friends. So it was a really good time, really good time. The next event you want to know about, it's on the books now. That's the event in October. Um, I have the link up over on robertphoenix.com. Oh, yes, I do. Robbie Neville. Say la vie. That's just the way it goes, baby. 
Let's see if I can find this. Right there. Let me give you guys a bird's eye view of the post. All the details are right there. There he is. There's David Palmer. It's a pretty cool picture. There's the lovely Guadalupe River. Oh, yeah. That runs right by the hotel that we'll be staying at. And there's the lovely hotel with the Olympic-sized pool. And over here, there is a hot tub, which I've never used. So all the information for the event is there. Uh, you're going to get um, three catered. When I say catered, it's the hotel. They have really good food, and I work with them on the menu. So we're going to have uh, three dinners. You don't have to worry about your, your dinners. We all eat together. Um, you're going to get a Sunday brunch as well. Plus, you're going to get talks, connect with David. David's going to bring his his electronic music gear. And uh, we're going to also shake our ass. We're, we're going to so – there's a lot of air that weekend. A lot of Libra. Moon and Gemini, Mars and Gemini, Sun, Mercury, Venus, and Libra. All the inner planets are direct. The outer planets moving backwards. Although I think Pluto is direct at that point. So there's going to be a lot of exchange of ideas, a lot of exchange of connection. It'll be a good time. Really good time. All right. Speaking of good times, let me go over to the site and do a little business over on the site. One of the people that came by on, on uh, Saturday was Chris, Christopher Lynch. Right there. Boom. And he brought some CBD samples for everybody. And well, not everybody, but he had them and he, he passed them out. Uh, and if people had questions about the CBD, uh, Chris was here and was able to answer them for people. And in fact, I got a, I got a really nice response from, Uh, somebody that was here at the uh, at the event. I'm going to read it to you. It says, uh, I was pleasantly surprised at Chris's kindness and obvious passion to heal others. I have never tried such an effective product. I am excited and hopeful his craft will help heal me. So that's somebody who's actually used this product and was here and was able to learn more about the, the efficacy and the power of CBD, the healing power of CBD. So you know the deal. You spend $100 and you get $20 worth of freebies. TrueHempScience.com backslash, backslash 23. A lot of people sell CBD and there are various qualities of CBD. The thing you'll get with Chris is you'll get knowledge. He's got the knowledge base for this stuff. The other thing you'll get is you get high quality CBD. This is not shit. This is really high grade CBD. It is effective. And then of course you'll get kind of a primer as to what and how to apply it. Right? So again, uh, uh, HTTP 
truehamscience.com backslash ref backslash 23 and 15 mins one five capital m-i-n-s that's your code to let chris know you're coming through the 15 minutes of flame portal and uh you get your you get your goodies you get your goodies on top of your goodies speaking of goodies let's uh let's go into chataria let's see who's up and about present and accounted for we got my man thomas what's going on tj miss nakia is here uh there's ryan what's happening ryan good to see you happy fourth happy independence day jmp love the sorceress she's in the house that dude is fugly you got that right talking about uh robert crimo there she is there's fran what's going on friend good to see you back Hucklebuck 411, punching the ticket. Lori Crockett, I'm never original with screen names. That's okay. Your, Lori, your uh, originality, I'm sure, shines through in other areas. Susie the Sea Goddess. Now, you see, I sometimes I'm responsible for people's names. Not, not always. So Susie is a spinoff. Uh, and it was uh, Susie the Sea Dragon, and she she rebranded herself as the Sea Goddess. What's going on, Susie? Uh, let's see who else we have here. Sony, hi Sony, good to see you. Sony's back. Uh, anyone else think these shootings are basically alphabet agency? Yes, yes, and yes. We're going to get into that. See, you guys are all on it. You're on it. It's because you have been paying attention. Sarah Hamflane, test. You're here, Sarah. Good to see you. Test, present, and accounted for. Uh, let's see. Okay, now I'm ready for real. This is not a test. Life is not a test. Life is a test. Life is not a test. This is a live experience. Man, this is already fun. Good. We like a little fun here. It's good to see you, Lori. Hope you guys are doing well. Should have come. Should come up here on Saturday. Uh, let's see who else. JJ in the house. JJ, aren't you in Illinois? There is my man, DJ MC. What's going on, Michael? Uh, Zadamon. Yes, 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 and yes. There's a lot going on here. We're going to get into it. Mark M. Greetings, my brother. Here he is. Maurice 100. With the racing stripe and all. I have no idea what that means. Hucklebuck says the school's already, they are full of cameras. Absolutely. We're going to get into the dirty details here. Crayon Profit. What's happening? JMP Love is here again. It's Timothy Hartful. They turned on CERN and I quit smoking. So far, so good. Right on. Good. Excellent. Good job. It's not for bringing, out, bringing gun control on. No, it has to do with red flag laws. It's a red flag law deal. And there's more to it than that. Christopher Cross is definitely Yacht Rock. I've missed this. So fun. Yeah, it's good to have you back. 
let's see. All right, who else do we have? Seals and Croft rollover. Yeah, that's they were. They were related. I think they were like what nephews or something. That's not right. Ambrosia is a good call. I was thinking about Ambrosia. I think Ambrosia. It starts off in Prague. They were kind of this proggy band, and I really love um, "Nice, Nice, Very Nice." It's one of my favorite songs. But then they go into yacht rock. Ambrosia goes into yacht rock. Good call. I love Summer Breeze. I love the Isley Brothers version of Summer Breeze. Uh, let's see. Jim Brewer. Yeah, Jim Brewer has uh, fallen away from the uh, the woke pack. I happen to be about 20 minutes away from Highland Park right now. There are two Highland Parks. We're going to get into both today. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Who else do we have? The UFO over Michigan was the highlight. They've been having a lot of UFO sightings lately, haven't they? Okay, who else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Uh, Thor to door. What's going on, Steve? Good to see you. Always love my mods. I miss Kabuki Theater. Just checked in. What's up, KT? Cremo, sharing the same name as the programmed natural born killer. From Highland Park, it's a little different. Come on, let's go. Oh my God, Jasper's been. He just tried to talk. Elizabeth W is here. Greetings. What's happening, Elizabeth? Oh, we got a we got a good crew today. We got PMSO, the li the Limited Liability Corporation herself stepping through the door. Okay, I think we're caught up. Welcome, everybody. Let's get into it. Say la vie. We had a shooting yesterday. Yes, we did. You guys know about it. Now, this is all weird. So weird. Okay, let's start off with the fact that he exists. He does exist. Now we have a trail. Let me show you his father. So this is um, a profile, a Highland Park profile. And this was from 2013. I don't know if uh, Bob's Pantry in Delhi is still around at this point in time. But uh, this is Bob Cremo or Crimo right there. That's uh, Bob the second. And I guess that's his uh, lovely wife. Bob, I would say you married up. This is your wife. You married up. 48 years old. This is in uh, 20, uh, 2013. So nine years ago, um, which makes him 57. 
hometown Highland Park. So these people have been in Highland Park for a couple generations. Describe what you do, sell, serve. The biggest draw to the store is the deli. Fresh meats, cheeses, and garnishes make our custom-made sandwiches a number one seller. We also offer a wide variety of grocery dairy items and ice cream novelties. He's a people person. Bobby the third, his father is a people person. Uh, the so that's the old man, and then there's the older, older man. This is the grandfather, Robert E. Crimo, born December twenty third, nineteen twenty nine, and uh, passed away on October twenty sixth, twenty eighteen. So Highwood, Illinois, and you can see here that there is uh, his son, Bob Jr., right there. And then we can see all the way down here, where is he? Five grandchildren, Bobby Cremo, Crimo, Sammy Crimo. Sammy Crimo sounds like a, a mobster, doesn't it? Uh, let's see, Lynette Piscina, Lila, and Gemma Wygodney. That is a wild name. So this is a bit of a memorial here for the patriarch of the Cremo family. And I'm just showing this to you so you can see that there are, there's a, <laughs> a genetic chain of custody for this uh, this freakazoid that is being accused of shooting and killing six people and wounding, what, another 30? The whole thing is just utterly bizarre. Utterly bizarre. Let's, uh, let's take a look at Highland Park Illinois. Where's the wiki on it? Okay. Let me do a little screen share here with Highland Park. All right. So Highland Park was established 1847. Two German immigrants, John Hedinger and John Peterman, founded a town along Lake Michigan which they called St. John's. Soon the town was abandoned due to questions regarding ownership of the land. Three years later, another German immigrant, Jacob Clinton uh, Bloom, founded Port Clinton, which happened to be just south of St. John's. Port Clinton was described by Elijah Middlebrook Haynes as one of the most promising villages in the city. In 1854, a lighthouse was built in Port Clinton, Thanks to funding by the U.S. Congress and sponsorships from Illinois representatives, 
despite having a functioning lighthouse with a keeper, a pier, sawmill, and plank road. Port Clinton did not have a train station in 1855. In 1860, Port Clinton stopped growing as a town, and the lighthouse was shut down. In 1867, 10 men purchased Highland Park for $39,198.70. $0.70 was important. They were the original stockholders of the Highland Park Building Company following construction of the Chicago and Milwaukee Railroad. A depot was established at Highland Park, and a plat extending south to Central Avenue was laid out in 1856. At that point, Highland Park was settled on mostly scattered farms and undeveloped, underdeveloped forest and land. Highland Park was established as a city on March 11th, 1869, which makes it a Pisces city, which means that uh, it's probably a Neptune conjunction with the Highland Park sun going on right now. Um, with a population of 500 evolved from the two settlements of St. John and Port Clinton, St. John's Avenue and Port Clinton Square, are named after the two settlements. Highland Park was named from its park-like setting at a lofty elevation relative to the lake and was given its name from Walter Gurney. The town annexed the village of Ravinia in 1899. So those two towns are kind of connected here. From its establishment in 1869 until November 1st, 1900, Highland Park was a dry community which the sale of alcoholic drinks was prohibited. In 2013, Highland Park passed an ordinance banning assault weapons within the city. U.S. Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit upheld the ban. And later that year, the Supreme Court, this is, uh, I guess, 2015, allowed the ruling to stand. So I suppose if we're going to support states' rights, and that's their way of, it's a weird area, right? Like, where does the Constitution, the Second Amendment, the right to arm, essentially, the people are supposed to be the standing army with the Second Amendment. That's how it's supposed to work. You have a weapon, an arm, and you're supposed to defend the country. This whole idea of creating an army with the sole express purpose of uh, spreading democracy, yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. That's why there was such an immediate reaction to being drawn into you know, both world wars in the 20th century. People understood that that's where you would get into problems when you would get involved in these overseas conflicts. And there was a huge amount of resistance to get the United States Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, et cetera, drawn into these overseas conflicts. It's because it's antithetical to what the Constitution is supposed to be. Um, so there we go. There's a little line of text there. Okay. Now, we have a kind of a sense here with uh, Highland Park. Uh, we have the, the famous Willis House by Frank Lloyd Wright. Here's your demographics. Remember these demographics. 82.27% in Highland Park are white. 
Black or African American alone, 1.5%. Native American or Alaska Native, 0.08%. Asian, 3.63%. We've got Hispanic, Latino, or any race, 8.91%. Seems like theoretically, that's the majority of the people that were killed. Theoret- and I put, I put it in theoretical terms. Hispanic. You would think that with 82.27% of the population being white, that some of the uh, white folk would die. That's not the case. Well, come on in here. Oh, he's, he's, such, he's such a baby. He wants to be a part of the show. He's going to have to work for it. All right, dirty little secret here about Highland Park is that um, even though 82.27% of the population is white, a third of the population identifies as being Jewish. It is a heavily progressive, liberal Jewish area that is not far from Chicago. It won't tell you that there, but guess what? I looked it up. Okay, so here's your mayor, Nancy Rotering. Uh, here's your council people. Bloomberg, Holloman, Littleware, Stolberg, Stone, and Tapia. Highland Park is considered a Democratic stronghold. Highland Park voters overwhelmingly voted for Barack Obama in the 2008 presidential election. Over Senator John McCain, 76.3% to 23.1%. Highland Park voters also tend to prefer Democrats in local races. The Solo Cup Company was previously located in Highland Park for relocating. You know, the Solo Cup Company. Oh, my God. He's being a pain in the ass. A lot of athletes live there. You've got... um, some of the former residents include Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Tony Kukoc, B.J. Armstrong, Jerry Krause. He was the general manager for, for the Bulls. I'll tell you to keep an eye on is Richard Marks, Richard Marxist. Um, he's a big-time liberal, Democrat, progressive tweeter. He's, he's like Highland Park's version of Matthew McConaughey, only older. He's gotten into it with Scott Bayo on Twitter a lot. They have Twitter beefs. Billy Corgan is uh, also there. He lives in Highland Park. I don't think Billy Corgan will come out for gun control, but Richard Marks, I guarantee you this guy will be very popular over the next seven days. I guess Grace Slick was born there. That I did not know. On October 31st, 1939. How about that? And there's a lot of um, movie references to Highland Park. John Hughes shot a lot of his 
a lot of his films there. You have Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Weird Signs, 16 Candles, Uncle Buck, and Home Alone was shot in Highland Park. Did you know that? Uh, Ordinary People with Mary Tyler Moore, shot in Highland Park. Risky Business with Tom Cruise, Highland Park, and Lucas. Let's see. What else? Anything else here? Uh, the creator of Revenge of the Nerds and Beethoven grew up in Highland Park. It was also the setting of a PBS documentary show called American High. It's got some sister cities, one of which is Yahuram, Israel. Interesting enough, right? And Yahuram, Israel, one of its sister cities is Miami, Florida. So you've got got a triangle there highland park miami and yeruham i think it's yeruham my bad yeruham so that gives you kind of a little bit of a background of the city of highland park okay right there there it is lake county illinois and looks like it was populated you know, during that time when they had the, the, the great revolutions of 1848, you have all these Germans that are spreading out in the United States here, particularly in the Hill Country, big part of that migration. Um, of course, a little bit later on, you'll get, you know, the Irish, some Scots later on, the Italians will come. Right? This is the beginning of the diaspora, theoretically, from from Europe. He's going to come over here. He's going to make it. I think he's going to make it. Um, so there's your, there's your frame for Highland Park. A very particular demographic. Very, very particular. And somehow he managed to only kill a very small percentage of that demographic at that parade. The same demographic, by the way, which is prominent in Uvalde, Texas. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Latino slash Hispanic. Hey, we got to win you back. We, we got to win you back. Come on over to our side. Those, those nasty Republicans, you don't want anything to do with them. Trust us. We're your friends. The Repub and I'm not here to stump for the Republicans. They're, they're as equally culpable in all of this. You know, one, one, one hand is just, you know, doing this, right? They've got their, they've got their secret handshakes that they do together. So, that's Highland Park, Illinois. Supposedly, this is where all this goes down. And this guy is bizarre. I mean, he looks like an Antifan. He does not look like a... This is what they're saying. You guys know this now, right? He's, he's into QAnon. He's into Trump. He's a white nationalist. And he was out to take revenge 
on the 4th of July. This is, and he's got bizarre videos. He goes by Awake the Rapper. So what's really going on with Bobby Crimo? At one point, they said, well, he got away. The suspect fled. There was a time where they did not know who he was or where he was. But somehow they found out both. And I think there's some pictures of him where he he looks like he's um, got some Antifa gear on. I mean, he's it's, it's highly, it's meant to be highly confusing. And you look at him and the guy is fucking real thin. Absolutely. There's a couple of photos with him wearing an FBI hat too. I think it's a joke by the way, but they're in two separate locations. And the weird thing about a lot of his videos and a lot of his pictures is that um, he looks institutionalized. So let me go over here. Okay. Let me see if I can find the the right imagery here. So he apparently had a 28-page encrypted manifesto on... Amazon. Let me see if I can find this thing. Of course, there's always a manifesto. God. Always a manifesto. Um, looks like Here it is right here. <laughs> so this is his manifesto. Good luck reading that. It's no longer on Amazon, by the way. 28 pages. Who the fuck writes 28 pages worth of? There's always a manifesto now. So you would have to have the key to unlock this which in and of itself is a, a bit of a an interesting symbol. That's not what I'm looking for, though. What I'm looking for is some key pictures here. Give me one second. Uh, let's see. So he, apparently he had all of his social media was being scrubbed very, very quickly, very quickly. Um, he had an account called Robert Cremo or Crimo doesn't exist. He also had another account called project lounge. 
Let me show you an image from one of his other Twitter pages. And this is totally bizarre. Like, what is going on here? So this is game over. This he had um, eighty-two thousand tweets. Now that might be a scene from a movie, possibly. But what's what's going on with this guy? Exp three joined September twenty seventeen, five years ago. So I guess he was about nineteen then, right? So I do think that this person exists, but it also feels like he was totally programmed. If you look at um, Salvador Ramos, I like to say Ramos because of Aries the Ram, uh, he there is this back chatter that he was involved in a cutting edge dream therapy. Like there, there, he was working with somebody who was working with him as a therapist, but it was in his dream life, right? There was something going on. It's like, it's this strange controversial therapy. Now is this is what was happening with Bobby Cremo. Hmm. I don't know. Could be. Let's see what else we have here. I'm trying to find the. Uh... There we go. I'm looking at one of his Twitter accounts. A lot of this stuff has been scrubbed. Yeah. So anything that's related to his social media presence is being wiped out. Uh, in one of his project Twitter accounts, he explicitly mentions the use of bots, although it might have been in jest. I recognize the incoherent psychobabble all too well. It appears we are witnessing his rapid slide into psychosis. Part of me wonders, I think he was being... I think I think he was being programmed. That's my sense here. Yeah, he had another Twitter account called Robert Cremo. It doesn't exist. I think that's gone. Cremo, Crimo. I think this is a Awake the Rapper video still around. Let's see if we can find this. There we go. This is one of his uh, hip-hop videos, theoretically. So it's a first person shooter video. 
those little uh, click tracks. So if you're if you're just listening to that uh, wonderful hip hop track, um, that was a first person shooter game where there's like a a double cross and some shooting going on, and then they're about to uh, burn a body. The subtext there is like, this is who I am. This is theoretically what I'm going to do. So they're leaving clues along the way. Like, okay, this is who this guy is. This is, this is what he's about. We knew, and this is a, this is a theme. Oh God. It's a theme. Whether it's, um, what's his name? Uh, Cruz from uh, Florida with the Marjorie Stoneman school Parkland, right? Parkland Highland. They knew that he was a basket case and yet they let him do his thing, right? They picked him up a couple times. Salvador Ramos, they knew he was a basket case. And yet they let him do his thing. They knew this guy was, guess what? A basket case. They knew about him. So what? what is, just from this perspective, like, what does it mean? What, why, why is this coming out now the way? Because it has, it doesn't have much to do with gun control. It has to do with red flag laws. Because they just passed a bill that has red flag laws in it. And um, that means that if they think you're crazy enough and they, you know, know that you have firearms, they'll come in and say, we know you're crazy. So, for instance, if you want to apply for a license for a gun in New York State or New York City, you're going to have to provide three years worth of social media posts. Now, you can say, well, I deleted my account. Well, they're going to say, well, you can't get a firearm. And again, it's unconstitutional, but that's what they're, that's what they're aiming for here. So this is 
uh, not, it has a gun control element to it, but it's more about red flag laws and targeting people. And then of course you have the Trump layer, you have the QAnon layer, um, you have which is another attempt to smear a demographic. Okay, this feels to me like a like an operation. Like this kid was cultivated to do to do whatever and he may not have even shot anybody. I mean again, what are we looking at? The, there's no there's no record at least for now. I'm sure that they'll come up with one, but there's no record of him actually buying a firearm. You can't own a semi-automatic weapon in Highland Park. We just read that. And how does he gain his ability to theoretically and selectively shoot just Mexicans? Or maybe they're Salvadorians. Who knows? But we know that they're not the predominant demographic, and that's who... So the idea here is that he's picking them up. Where's his range time? You know, where's the range time? There's no range time. Oh, he played video games. That's how he did it. Just like who else? Salvador Ramos played video games. He was able to you know, get his get his uh, sharpshooting on with video games. That's exactly what you were seeing in the video. Right. There's other weird videos of him in schools, like with him personally. Weird institutional videos. Institutional is the key word here. All right. Let's go back. Awake. Do you, do you know? Um, do you know who he reminds me of in some ways? He reminds me of Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald, of course, the politically incorrect hip-hop guy. He was also known as Robert Cremo as the uh, Night Prophet. It's another one of his uh, pseudonyms. This is the one that's institutional that I'm going to play. Here. Let me show you this one. Give me one sec. All right. So this is, uh, and again, like, I, you know, what is the genesis of this video? Set it up here. Here it is. What is the gen? Like, okay. Again, this looks completely institutionalized. It's too small for a school. It's like it's a set of some kind. Here, check this out. It's supposed to resemble a classroom, but we have two rows of desks looking small, claustrophobic. Um, we have the requisite lockers, globe earth. This could be a blackboard, although it could be a screen. 
I'm going to play this. It's about a minute. It's disturbing. Of course, it's meant to be. Here we go. Okay, so so he goes into he opens up the lockers. That's a studio. That's the total studio. Somebody is making obviously that video with him. He opens up the lockers, and he goes into another room. And there is like a series of pieces of equipment there. Scientific equipment. And one of the buttons he pushes is fire. Obviously, that's symbolic. And then he kind of wraps himself in the American flag. So he's, he's, there's this assumption here that this is a, a pretext to what he's about to do. Theor again, yesterday, July 4th. The other thing that it reminds me of, because of his demographic, 23, 24 years old, he reminds me of uh, sort of the Nick Fuentes crowd. I think that's another thing that they're, they're bringing into uh, this discussion. The Gen Z kids who are mostly based, but I don't think he's one of them. I think, I think he's an actor and slash somebody who's programmed. He's like a Manchu candidate, which brings me to his obsession with Lee Harvey Oswald. If I can find it. So he's a person of interest. He is, he has not been charged with anything, by the way. He's a person of interest. He's 22 years old, not 24. So I'm going somewhere with this. Robert E. Bobby Cremo III, who performs as Awake the Rapper, was taken into custody Monday shortly after the FBI agents visited his family's home in Highwood, Illinois, about a mile from the scene. 
and he's got an IMDb page. Like who gets an IMDb page? Actors. An IMDb page under Cremo's name identifies him as a rapper, singer, songwriter, actor, and director from the Chicago area. The page boasts one of his songs released in 2018 amassed millions of plays. The hip hop phenom is mostly known for his hit song On My Mind, which was released on October 8th, 2018. The track has amassed millions of plays so far. Okay, well, there you go. There's one of his. One of his drawings. Looks like somebody's in a pool of blood. He's a suspect. There he is there. You know, he reminds me of there. He reminds me of Seth Rich. Remember when Seth Rich was rocking the uh, the Stars and Stripes pants, drinking a Budweiser at the beach? This reminds me of the Seth Rich picture. Of course, they're establishing that he's, you know, fully Trump. This is the guy who... That's Where's Waldo. Isn't that his Where's Waldo thing? He's trying to be Where's Waldo. There it is. Just as Waldo among Trump supporters. So they're, they're making a case for this guy. Robert Eugene Creamer III, September 20th. He's a Virgo. Uh, in 2000, Chicago, Illinois, middle of three children. Italian descent. So that's his imagery. This is this symbol, which you'll see goes back to the uh, Teutonic Knights. That's a Teutonic Knight symbol. You'll see this. Cremo's music video called Are You Awake includes drawings of a man aiming a rifle at another person. The video also showed an image of a newspaper clipping about Lee Harvey Oswald who shot and killed President John F. Kennedy. And another image that shows a drawing with blood spurting from a person's body. Okay. A relative of Cremo said, uh, Cremo showed no signs of violence. So they're searching a nearby building. They've already interviewed his uncle. Where did we see that? We saw that with the Sarnayev brothers, and they interviewed their uncle, who is basically a CIA operative. Uh, were they from Kyrgyzstan, I believe? Really interviewed after the uh, Boston massacre. So here we go, looking fairly staged. This looks staged. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? In another video in which Cremo appears, or Crimo, let's call him Crimo. Sounds too much like the Crimmies. By the way, Crimmy is a derivation of Cremo. But this is no indictment to our dear friends in North Carolina. 
In another video in which Crimo appears in a classroom wearing a black bicycle helmet, he says he's like a sleepwalker. I know what I have to do. Everything has led up to this. Nothing can stop me, even myself, he adds. By the way, this is all circumstantial evidence. According to his Spotify page, he put together three... says he has averaged 16,466 monthly listeners. Crimo was identified as a person of interest and taken into custody. Law enforcement searched Crimo's vehicle after he's taken into custody. And we have some blood, theoretically, from the event, looking fairly gelatinous. His father, also named Robert Crimo, ran for mayor of Highland Park in 2019. He lost to Highland Park Mayor Nancy Rotary in 2019. She's the current mayor. When the news station reached out to him for comment, he reportedly hung up. Cranwell also posted at least twice about former President Donald Trump. Uh, the old man posted a pro-2A tweet after Uvalde. So they're building a case here in the court of public opinion. Poignant flags, images, a child's pink bicycle dressed up in the red, white, and blue with no child there on it. American flags stuck into a city planner, some of which are conveniently placed on their side or upside down. A bicycle, a little scooter, a trike dressed up in 4th of July decorations abandoned. There's no child. There's no child in that, in that trike. The inference here is that whoever was riding this trike is dead. That's the inference. Another video reportedly posted on his YouTube page appears that Crimo with other people cheering Trump's presidential motorcade outside an airport on January 2nd, 2021. He flipped the phone's orientation to show his face at the end of the video. There's no evidence whatsoever that shows that this guy has done anything. None. He may be a psycho. He may be programmed, which I believe is probably true. The latter, if we dug deep enough, I bet he's got a history of therapy. I swear to God, that is such a Seth Rich photo. Okay, so the, the Lee Harvey Oswald connection is interesting. Why? Because number one, Lee Harvey Oswald is a patsy. He's a Manchurian candidate. If you don't believe that JFK got shot, that's fine. You think it's all made up, that's fine. But let's just play with the script here for a minute. And... Let's agree for a minute. You can go back to not agreeing with me afterwards. You, you have to agree with me, but for now, just agree with me. That what we know about Lee Harvey Oswald is that more likely he's a patsy. That's number one. Number two, he's a Manchu. He disappears for a while. Uh, his wife, Marina, who's Russian, by the way, 
uh, Marina uh, Oswald wrote a book, you know, talked about odd behavior, gaps in Lee Harvey Oswald's uh, presence in her life. So he's got all the markings of a Manchu candidate. So where did Kennedy get assassinated? He got assassinated. Again, just play with me here. Humor me. In Dallas, Texas. Six miles north of Dallas. Sticking out like a thumb because of its status of not being annexed by the city of Dallas is guess what? Highland Park. So we have two Highland Parks. We have a Highland Park in Illinois and a Highland Park in Dallas. Oh, well, that's interesting. Hmm. One of which is within a 10-minute drive of Dealey Plaza, where supposedly Lee Harvey Oswald, whom Robert Eugene Crimo III has made references to. So now we have these two Highland Parks. And demographically, they're, they're just about the same. I think there's maybe 7% less quote-unquote white people in Highland Park, just outside of Dallas. But it's a high-money area. Uh, Jerry Jones from the Dallas Cowboys, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, lives in Highland Park. So demographically, right, it's at the same level. Just monetarily speaking, those are, they're both pretty wealthy upper middle class areas. There may be a tad more on the quote unquote Latino Hispanic side in Highland Park, maybe Dallas. But there's this weird echo between the, the two communities and linking them are these two whack jobs, these two nut jobs, right? So, I was talking with um, David Palmer yesterday because we were talking about the event and we we were just kind of skimming over the Highland Park stuff. And then he started to talk about Kevin Spacey and how Kevin Spacey was involved with the TV series House of Cards that now he's going to be going through another trial. He's going to be going through a trial apparently in, uh, in England because of his sexual abuse, assault of a younger person in England. Right. And so we know that, that, that Spacey pretty much got canceled right around, what was that? 20, 2019, roughly 2019, I think gets canceled. And um, he was involved with the show House of Cards. So we were talking about that. And we were talking about, you know, what was being revealed in the House of Cards and how Kevin Spacey's like, you know, going, you know, but he wasn't necessarily the main driver behind the House of Cards. So that came up yesterday. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's interesting. Like, why are we talking about 
house of cards. Well, if you go into Highland, Texas, which I'm going to take you there right now. Highland Park, Texas. I'm going to show you something interesting. Um, set up a little bit later than Highland Park, Illinois. But let me show you a little bit less on the Hispanic or Latino, 5.25% versus I think it was at eight in Highland Park, Illinois. Let me show you one of the uh, more famous people from Highland Park. Claire Underwood. So who is Claire Underwood? Claire Underwood is a character from the House of Cards. And she was played by Robin Wright, formerly Robin Penwright. And her character, Claire Underwood, was from Highland Park in Texas. I thought, well, this is strange. She eventually becomes the 47th president of the United States. That's how the uh, series ends after they have to boot Kevin Spacey. So I'm like, okay, let me go through this a little bit. Okay, who really created House of Cards? So I go over here and I click on this character. Now you hear this is working. Now I'm doing a lot of lateral thinking here and dot connecting, but I'm I'm trying to get you to think about this in a different kind of way. So this is Pac Beauregard Willimon. He's 44 years old, and he's basically the son of a spook. He was born in Alexandria, Virginia, to Nancy and Henry Pac Willimon. Willimon. His father was a captain in the United States Navy. So we're talking probably naval intelligence. Family moved frequently. Willimon lived in Hawaii, San Francisco, California, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia is connected to Highland Park, Dallas. Dallas, or before settling in St. Louis, Missouri, after Willimon's father retired and became a lawyer. Willimon attended John Burroughs School, took drama classes taught by John Hamm, you know, the guy from Mad Men. Graduated in 1995. He majored in history and visual arts, received a BA from Columbia University, same school that Barack Obama theoretically went to in 1999. When he was an undergraduate, he met Jay Carson. And in 1998, he worked as a volunteer and intern for the Senate program of Charles Schumer, which led to jobs with Hillary Clinton's 2000 Senate campaign, Bill Bradley's 2000 presidential campaign, and Howard Dean's 2004 presidential campaign. After graduating, he worked for the Ministry of the Interior for the Estonian government in Tallinn as part of a fellowship, during which he sorted through and wrote summaries of thousands of pages of EU-related documents. He's a spook. This guy's a spook. He's the son of a spook. Shortly thereafter, he moved to Vietnam to work for a small cultural magazine and there did research for his first screenplay based on the title of Tomas Vu, a visual arts professor at Columbia, who 
grew up in Vietnam during the war. So this guy throws himself into the, uh, the Columbia School of the Arts in New York, where he studies playwriting, script writing, right? He's going to write plays. He's never written a play in his life. Uh, during graduate school, he received a visual arts scholarship for a proposal to create 40 lithographs about paranoia and lived in South Africa for a year. Who does this? So remember, this, this is the guy that came up with the show House of Cards, Pack Beauregard Willimon. There's John Hamm. So he starts to write these plays and they start to get produced and he becomes this incredibly celebrated player. I'm not, I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. But during graduate school, he received a visual arts scholarship for a proposal. We did that after uh, receiving an MFA in playwriting from the School of the Arts in 2003. He worked in odd jobs, including gallery and painter's assistant, set builder, finding jobs for the homeless, barista, and an instructor teaching SAT prep classes. He also did an internship with new dramatists. So this guy is, I wouldn't say he's a turtle on the fence post but he kind of feels like it in some ways. Um, then there is a film adaptation of Farragut North, which is a play that he wrote and it stars George Clooney, Ryan Gosling. It's called the Ides of March, Evan Rachel Wood, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's a political movie, strange cover. George Clooney and Ryan Gosling share the same face. It's very Gemini like, but based on the Ides of March, March 15th, so then in 2012, Williamson developed House of Cards, the American adaptation of the BBC series of the same name for Netflix. It was produced by media rights capital David Fincher and Kevin Spacey for five seasons. Starred Spacey as a ruthless politician. So Spacey and Fincher, Fincher is a filmmaker, he's a director. They're the ones that are producing this. But it's Pac Willimon, who's the guy that is writing the script for House of Cards. Why am I talking about it? Because what we're seeing is production. And productions are scripted. You have to have characters in your production. You have to have somebody like Bobby Cremo or Bobby Crimo third. He's part of the script. You, you have to tell a story about the character in flashbacks. The videos are his flashbacks. His posts are his flashbacks. Like, this is who he is. This is where he was. This is what he was doing. You have to build a character with clues from the script. Oh, he's in a Trump flag. Look at that. Oh, he's in an American flag. Look at that. This is all called character development. It's what script writers do. So they have to come up with a character. They have to develop the character. And then once that character is developed, the script is developed, they shoot the movie. And then the exposition of the character is told via flashback. Right? That's exactly what we're seeing here. So 
I thought it was interesting that Robin Wright's character, who eventually winds up becoming the 47th president of the United States, is raised in Highland Park. It's theoretical, it's fictional, and then you get into the guy who wrote it, right, who basically appears to me to be a spook and the son of naval intelligence. So add it all up here. What, what, are we, what are we looking at? The other thing, too, this is the other part of this, is that, and I talked about it before, is the sister city of Highland Park, Illinois, which is a city in Israel, which has become essentially surveillance, data intelligence, gathering, central. Right. Huge, huge Google development, unit 8200. Paul Singer's got his fingers in throughout, throughout that country. And I think that they just, um, they just have like a, there's like a new tech startup in Yoruba or whatever it's called. Who else is from uh, Highland Park? Arnie Hammer. He got in trouble, didn't he? Yeah, big trouble. Wasn't he? Uh, wasn't Arnie Hammer? Who did he play? Did he play? Uh, he played the Lone Ranger. That's what I thought. He, I, I believe he's the grandson of Armin Hammer who was the, uh, if you wanted to do business with Russia when Russia was the Soviet Union, you had to go through Arm & Hammer. He, he was, you couldn't do anything. He was the guy that basically brokered all the deals between businesses, entrepreneurs here in this country and Russia through the United States government. He's his grandson. So we're gonna, we're gonna continue this journey tomorrow with more information as it begins. Look, number one, we look at this thing. It is about red flag laws. Number two, there's an AK-47 involved. You knew that they would come for them once they started to go towards the AR-15. You know, the AK-47 is a slightly different caliber, but it's a cousin of the AR-15. It's the Russian version of the AR-15. Um, and... Um, the AK-47 is a more rugged version. You can, you know, beat the shit out of them and they'll still work. So there's that, right? Another uh, weapon on the schedule, the demonization of so-called white America, so-called conservatives. Clearly he's not a Christian or else if he was a Christian, um, he wouldn't have fallen into a demonic pit like he did. Although some may beg to differ. Um, so there's that. He's got a father who posted a pro 2A post Uvalde tweet, which links them, which links the whole thing to Uvalde. We have the, the two Highland Park connections. There's always this weird kind of Gemini effect going on. The two Highland Park connections, of course, Highland Park being within six miles of Dealey Plaza, or again, theoretically, Lee Harvey Oswald assassinated John F. Kennedy, who shows up in... Bobby Cremo's own personal mythology. Yes, that's part of the character building. Not character building in the sense that he has a lot of character. 
probably doesn't have a lot of character, but it's character development. It's another clue. So now when we think of Highland Park, right, what do we think of? We think of, if you go deep enough, like, oh, that's near Dallas. Oh, who died near Dallas? Oh, wasn't JFK killed in Dallas? Oh, right, he was. Who killed him? Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, who had a weird obsession with Lee Harvey Oswald? Oh, yeah. Cremo, Bobby Cremo did, or Crimo. Yeah. Even the name Crimo. That's that's entirely suspect. And then that symbol, that's a symbol of the Teutonic, German Teutonic Knights. Where he got that, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But that goes back to Alex Jones, who has talked about the German Teutonic Knights. Um, and, he, and he did it with, um, oh, what's his name? I always, I always forget his first name. Remember his like real name, Russell Pines. Uh, and Alex Jones is actually from that area. He's not from Highland Park, Michigan, or Illinois. He's, he's from in and around that area. Like he knew Mike Judge from that area, the filmmaker, Beavis and Butthead guy. And Alex Jones has talked about the Teutonic Knights, which is, he, he believes that they're behind everything. This is an Alex Jones conspiracy. That they're behind everything, that it's the Nazis, the Teutonic, the Order of the Teutonic Knights, and the Nazis who somehow escaped through Operation Paperclip and formed the OSS, which became the CIA and NASA and all these other, you know, high-level secret organizations that are somehow related to a breakaway society within our society. That's out, that's really the the, the focal point of what Alex Jones believes. That's what he believes. So when you see that symbol of the Teutonic Knights, which is what Bobby Cremo has, again, that's echoing a, and I'm sure you'll hear about it. At some point, I'm sure you'll hear about it. I'm sure you'll hear um, Alex Jones, they'll, they'll play a prior YouTube stream with him talking about it because he likes to blame the Nazis. So they're linking him through this symbol, whether he appropriated that symbol on his, who the fuck knows, right? And remember, he's still a person of interest. He's a suspect. He's a suspect. There's no, there's, now they could put all the pieces together, that, you know, all the props, everything that they need to do in order to, you know, make it look like, again, because it's a movie and it's a script, that he did it. They've already got character development in flashback mode. But he has not been charged with shooting anybody. Just keep that in mind. Because they say that the suspect fled. They're going on these videos and some of the hearsay that is, I would say that the evidence is circumstantial. Now, there may be video cameras that have pictures of him. But but again, what is, I mean, it, it's the world that we're living in now with AI and deep fakes and all this shit, I, they could cook something up. They may have already cooked it up. Again, what's, the, what, what's going on? They're going for red flag laws. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, another huge distraction. 
because there's other things happening in the world. Big distraction. Number three, 4th of July, racist. It's racist. It's violent. It's connected to psychopaths like Bobby Crimo. How many people wanted to cancel 4th of July this year? A lot. Why? Roe v. Wade. You had you had uh, Kim Kardashian wanting to cancel for she said, Oh, we don't have any rights. I'm canceling Fourth of July this year. We're not independent. Women are not independent. She put that on Instagram. So you had a lot of Roe v. Wade people saying, We're not going to celebrate the Fourth of July. This isn't our country. Right. And then you have this event that happens, and it and in a weird way, it reinforces. What went on? Meanwhile, they went fucking ape shit in uh, Philadelphia last night, sort of firing fireworks at cops. Two cops died. You won't hear about that. Not as much as you'll, they'll make a grand case and try to connect the dots to this kid and Trump and January 6th. So there's a lot going on here. It's a, it's a big mind control game. It's a big program. It's a big operation. And, um, it's a script. That's what we're looking at. It's a script. And now they've got their, their evil character. This is a town, by the way, Highland Park. You can't supposedly own any semi-automatic weapons. Let's see the records. Where did you buy it? Who did you buy it from? It's very hard to get that weapon in Illinois, period, end of story, if it is an AK. All right. Tomorrow, we're going to start to look at what else is going on so that we can see why we're being shown this in the front end of the projection. What's going on in the back end? We're going to start to look at that over the next couple of days as we move into Friday. Friday, we're going to have Christopher Knowles from The Secret Sun on the Friday forecast. In the meantime, use your head in order to discern what's real, your heart to set what's possible. I'm Robert Phoenix. Take care. Thanks for being here and untangling the knots with me. Uh, you want to, you can support the show, subscribe to it. There's a link over there in, in the uh, sidebar and uh, go out and get yourself some good quality CBD. Take care. Bye for now.